0: you ever hope that things would get better? Dreamed of a bright future or looked for a better outcome? You believe in God, but you can't see Him. Well, He's there, and all we need to do is look for the sunrise. God offers us new beginnings and new birth, the opportunity to lay down our past failures. That's what this podcast is all about—the coming of light. It's about seeing the sunrise and seeing a chance for change, for a bright future, and about seeing the sun, the S-O-N rise it is an open door to the hidden soul where hope help and healing resides hello everyone welcome to episode 14 of see the sunrise you know when i do these podcasts i want to make them um engaging i want you to be able to connect with them and um, I usually like to really focus in on things that may be occurring in our world and in our lives, but more so I'd like us to reflect on our inner man, the spirit man, and who God is calling us to be and who we are to be in Him. This week in my weekly devotions, I have been focusing on blessings, and I think it's so apropos right now with everything going on and all of the other things that we could focus, I think blessings is a um, good subject to spend some time on. You know, there is a um, noted English, particular Baptist preacher by the name of Charles Spurgeon. He once said that every hour of every day, God is richly blessing us, both when we sleep and when we wake, his mercy waits upon us. I love that quote because it is a reminder to me to look around, to see beyond what may be um, on the news or what may be going on outside in our world, but actually to look at the inner man, the the person that we are, the person that laid down that night and um, didn't realize that, or maybe we took for granted that God was watching over us and that we were going to get up and that our body was going to be functioning well. One of the things, I really like to be original when I'm doing these podcasts, because I think you know it might be more engaging for everyone. But one of the things I do when I get up, especially as I'm getting older, I think of my body parts as individual entities. So for example, I'll ask my back, are we ready? Or I'll ask my my mind, is this a good time? Or I'll look at my shoulders and say, okay, it's time for us to get busy. Can we all function together? So as each body part or entity comes together, uh, because sometimes my back will say, well, you can do whatever you want, but I'm not getting up. (laughs) Anyway, I, I usually am able to get everyone to function together and I'm able to get up and move around, but it's not on my own merit. It is by the grace of God that I'm able to move, as I used to say during my Baptist training, to move and live and have my being. I didn't understand it then, but I really do understand it now. All week in my devotions, as I said earlier, I've been focused on blessings. And this has just been a tumultuous year. Every day I could spend time talking about how bad things are for seven months because we're what, in in October already. But for several months since March or some well actually since February, we've heard or seen disaster after disaster. It started with the famed basketball player Kobe Bryant, his daughter and several others that were killed in a helicopter accident. Then we heard of something called COVID-19. We heard of COVID before because um, I've seen it on the back of some of the antiseptic bottles, but didn't realize how bad it really could be then we had quarantine, then we had insurmountable deaths, lots of them. Um, To date, I'm understanding over 200,000 here in the United States alone. We have civil unrest, we have racism, closed schools, mask wearing, partisanship, Black Lives Matter, uh, Black Lives Taken, protests, division, wildfires, hurricanes, floods, you name it. We've had a myriad of things going on and. All of this would leave many in despair. I have just recently written a book called "Caught in the Undertow: God's Rescue from Depression, Panic, and Anxiety," and I'll be telling you more about that real soon. It should be released in the next few weeks. But when I look at that, I look at how many people have complained—or not really complained—are concerned that um, they are experiencing these this down this depressed state within their soul. And, you know, I fully understand the times are tough, but I wanted to think about the blessings that get lost when there's so much going on. I hear parents say everyone's home and they can't find a space to to go where there isn't someone. Uh, Recently, I remember seeing a commercial where the dog is even confused because everyone's saying you want to go for a walk. Finally, the dog's hiding under the table because he's probably sick, I'm sure, sick of everyone asking him, does he want to go for a walk and wants everybody to kind of go on and get back to their everyday lives. But really, it is important for us to, in all seriousness, to take some time to really think about how blessed we really are. I'm often looking about in my own personal circle, uh, my home, my children, um, and my My son had really had been affected by COVID. So I understand how serious that is and how um, God delivered him. And that's a blessing. And in my prayers, I'm just so thankful and I'm grateful that he is okay. And I'm thankful that, you know, many are uh, experiencing recovery, but I'm also saddened by those who have lost their lives. And I pray for those families. And so when I think about blessings, I, I think you have to be deliberate to look around to see why it's important to be thankful and what we should be thankful for. I remember a song I learned. It's an old hymn years ago. It said, When upon life's billows, you are tempest-tossed. When you are discouraged, thinking all is lost, count your many blessings, name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord has done. And the chorus goes something like, count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your blessings, see what God hath done. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your many blessings, see what God hath done. Then there's a verse that said: are you ever burdened with a load of care? Does the cross seem heavy? You are called to bear. Count your many blessings. Every doubt will fly and you will be singing as the days go by. So it also goes for, and there's one, there's several verses. I won't do the whole thing, but there is another verse. And I think the lyrics and the writer really hit on something. Uh, the Texas by Johnson Oatman Jr. back in 1856 uh, to 1922 is his lifespan. But it said, so amid the conflict, whether great or small, do not be discouraged. God is over all. Count your many blessings. Angels will attend help and comfort give you to your journey's end. Jesus taught us about blessings, and this week when I focused on blessings, I really went to Matthew 5 when Jesus taught the Beatitudes. He said, Blessed were the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. The Beatitudes shed light on how we are to live our lives, and that is how we are to live our lives for Christ. And we could certainly use that right about now, especially with the ongoing fighting and verbal assaults and division. And you know, life can be, should be, we hope a lot simpler, but unfortunately it isn't. When I looked at some of the devotions this week, I really wanted to focus on some very personal ones to me. And one I focused on happened to be um, with a woman I had known for a very short amount of time. And she had developed an illness after finding Christ. And not that interesting? You think when you find Christ, Everything should be wonderful, far from it, because there is an enemy out there, Satan, who does not want us to experience peace. He wants to have us conflicted and in turmoil, but that's not the way or God's plan for us. And as, a, as, you, as you hear in the Beatitudes, as I've read, you know when, when you suffer, when there are things that go less than what we desire, God says they're blessed. When he says, um, those who mourn will be comforted, that means someone had to die. Uh, When he says, blessed are those who are pure in heart, they'll see God. Those are the selfless people. When he talks about blessed are the peacemakers, it's hard to uh, maintain peace or to make peace when there's so much um, anger and war and fighting. He says, blessed are are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. So you think about being blessed, and what does that mean? And so when I think of um, the, the 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 woman, my friend, who had suffered uh, an illness, and I wrote about this this week um, because it was really a profound moment for me to understand someone who had recently found Christ, who had lived a long life, um, but after finding Christ became ill. It's difficult to believe that you can find Christ, the giver of life, and lose your life. But I understand as I've grown in my faith that we go from death to life, not life to death, because we will live in eternity somewhere. Uh, This woman had grown thirsty to know about God, and she spent a lot of time. She read her Bible every single day. She bought a computer so she could do research. I would spend time with her weekly and sit and answer questions she may have had. And then, um, you know, she, she was doing well and she got saved. And then she got sick. And within a year or so after that, she passed. That's a hard pill to swallow. It, it just defies our comprehension. But when I saw her as she was in the hospital, she was the most joyous and peaceful that anyone could imagine someone that knew their life was ending. She realized she was blessed. So that word blessed encompasses so much. I also spoke with someone very recently, a few days ago, and uh, a friend of hers needed an organ transplant. And she was willing, no familial relationship, but she was willing to be tested, and willing to give that for a friend. Boy, doesn't that remind you of Jesus, someone that would lay down their life for a friend? I'm not so sure how I would feel about that. However, I'd like to think I would have that kind of courage, that kind of heart, that kind of love that Jesus would call me blessed for the sacrifice that I would make similar and we're to mimic what he did, the sacrifices that he made. So when you think about being blessed, what I think about is getting up in the morning when I leave my home. And not only that, I think about, think about your family, especially if you have adult children. And my adult children are are all over the place. And I I think of my adult children as my son, my daughter, and my daughter-in-law. And each of them drive and each of them are in and out of the city, especially when they could travel or out of the country. And they have my, my I have granddaughters and I want to believe and think that they're going to be OK. And I pray for them. And I know that when I hear from them that I'm blessed because God did keep them. He, he made sure that they were safe and he made sure that they were covered. And so I, I get when sometimes things aren't going well, that it's hard to think about blessings when you're just frustrated and angry and don't understand all the things that we're seeing and hearing. I get that. But nothing has caught God by surprise. Absolutely nothing. He knows what's going on and we can still be blessed in the midst of our frustration, our anxiety, our confusion, because we are reminded that Jesus is still the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And that is what we as people of faith must focus on. We have to focus on who God is. We have to focus on the spirit of God that lives inside of us, that calls us blessed, that allowed us salvation, that gives us a promise of eternal life. That's a blessing. We don't know when our time will end but we can determine how we will spend our time on this side and whether or not we will live with an attitude of blessings or we will succumb and be sorrowful and live a life of uncertainty and frustration. So I think counting our blessings, naming them one by one, is a wonderful thing to do. It's a wonderful thing to teach our children. It's something that helps center us and remind us that we are not in control. It is God who's in control. And you can decide every single day when you get up in the morning that you are blessed. You can look at the way God kept you. You can look at you're still able to use your limbs. Your mind is still intact that you're able to experience joy and laughter and Fellowship, you know, we have all kinds of uh, technology vehicles uh, that allow us to connect with each other, whether via video chat or whether it be on the phone or on our on our cell phones or FaceTime. And there's just all kinds of things that we didn't have years ago that we are blessed that we do have that now. So yes, we miss the touches. We miss we do miss the hugs. We do mix the embrace and the love, but all oh, this is just temporary. It doesn't have to last forever. The word says weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. We may be sorrowful right now, but God is saying, see the blessings in this. See how I've kept you in all of the things that are going on. See how I continue to watch over the world. And yes, he does allow some things to occur. But what if, what if God sits and watches to see what we will do? till he see how we will respond. Will we be known or seen as people of faith? Or will we be those people that fold and succumb to whatever is going on around her or him? I choose to be the servant of, the child of God who is blessed and counts her blessings every day. So, the next time you think things are tough, and they are, remember to look differently, see differently, see the blessings all around you, see how God continues to keep you, your family, provide you with resources, and most of all, realize how much He loves you and that bad times won't always be here. There is gonna come a time and joy will return, but I pray that we give homage to God for his keeping power, for his love, for his blessings. May we never forget to count our blessings, to name them one by one. Count your blessings. See what God has done. He's done so much. May we never forget.